0: Good afternoon and welcome to this live edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. I'm Byron Tyler. It's always a pleasure to have you stop by. And on occasion, we have the opportunity to bring you this program live here in our studios. Uh, Most of what we do are pre-recorded interviews because of the time of our guests. We're trying to work it out. But uh, if you heard that song, I Get By With A Little Help From My Friends? Well, I want you to keep that in mind because we're going to explain that in just a moment. First, the uh, forecast this afternoon, a 50% chance of showers and thunderstorms, a high near 90. It's kind of muggy and sticky out there right now. Uh, that rain chance increases to a 60% tonight and 80% on Friday. Tonight's low 74 and tomorrow's high near 88 We're going to see some cooler temperatures. That's one good thing from this rain that's going to be moving through. And we pretty much have rain all weekend. And the flowers and all those fruits and vegetables will definitely appreciate that. Mostly cloudy right now in the city of Memphis and 87 degrees. Also, I want to tell you about something very important. Of course, this pandemic that we're in with coronavirus has created a lot of situations. And one is our blood supply here. And the American Red Cross has this special uh, announcement teaming up with the Memphis Grizzlies. The American Red Cross encourages our basketball fans to donate tomorrow, July 31st. That's the, the kickoff game for the Memphis Grizzlies at the FedEx Forum against the Portland Trailblazers. And uh, if you're eligible to donate blood, you're invited to roll up your sleeve before the matchup between the Grizzlies and the Portland Trailblazers at the one team blood drive. And that's, uh, uh, well, we'll give you the address in You get free parking, okay? Available. Free parking available on Bill Street Alley between B and B. And the uh, blood donors will be entered into a drawing to win one of two team autograph basketballs. Hey, that's pretty nice, okay? So, but the big issue is not that you're going to get a basketball potentially, uh, you're going to be helping some folks out with the blood drive. And so we encourage you to do that. Anytime is a good time to donate blood to the American Red Cross. And so I encourage you to take advantage of that uh, any time. If you're eligible to do that, you can always go and check out their website at redcrossblood.org, red cross, redcrossblood.org. And they will definitely give you all of that uh, details and make sure you're able to, to donate blood. But please uh, do that. If you got some friends you can take along with you or go and, and to make that donation. Well, as I mentioned, I'd like to get by with a little help from my friends. And today, <laughs> this is really exciting. You know, things happen technically sometime in radio behind the scenes. You've got plans for a certain show to air on a certain day, and then sometimes it just doesn't happen. Well, I was busy in production today and this afternoon, a really literally an hour ago, I was thinking about my friend Clay Meadows. And so I called him up, and Clay's here. Clay, I'm so glad. Thank you. You're you're like my new hero. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, absolutely. Thanks for having me on, Mister Tyler. It's good to see you again. Listen, call me Byron. Byron. Uh, I I appreciate that. You can call me. You can call me Mud. I guess if you want to, because (laughs) I inconvenienced you this afternoon. Uh, It's a pleasure. You're so kind to uh, to come. You were in
1: the middle of what when I called? I was actually putting up some new blinds.
0: Yes, so your wonderful wife, Jackie, is a real trooper she and is. uh and so I have to say hats off to Jackie too, for letting yes. le- allowing you to come and be part of the show oh, yeah, she's afternoon. great you know, I first met Jackie a couple of years ago, I guess it was it's been maybe That's one right. or two years ago at the Germantown Methodist Hospital. My mom was in the hospital, and your wife was her nurse yes and she heard me talking and she says i recognize you you're you, you work at bot radio yeah and so that was the beginning of a, a friendship that she introduced me to her husband which is you that's right uh you uh by profession are the bible teacher on staff at uh, first assembly christian school that's correct and uh, i think at one time your father was actually uh the headmaster. he
1: was is, is yes. that right he was As a matter of fact he was headmaster for Oh, almost almost twenty three for twenty four years. Okay, um, he just recently retired, and last year, last Christmas was the, his last time. That so was when he retired. Well, wow. I know yes. he was well loved. He and, was, yes, and, and
0: missed too. But I know the school continues on. It does. Yeah, and so and, and you're ready. Now, a lot of classes are, you know, are doing the virtual thing in the fall. The Shelby County schools have just announced mm-hmm. that they will be, I think, total virtual classroom.
1: That's right, I just uh, heard. This that. fall. So, what about First Assembly Christian School? No, First Assembly, we're going to school. That's Go- our plan right now. And until, until they tell us to shut down, we're going to school. That's awesome. Yes, sir. We're going to be there on campus.
0: Well, I know a lot yeah. of parents are, are
1: very appreciative yes. of of that decision. I know. We're looking forward to it. I mean, you know, we've been gone since March, and I just honestly, I can't wait to get back in the classroom. What, what
0: just, has that been like for you, Clay, as a teacher mm-hmm. to, uh, like I said, you're, you're, you 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 make plans for your classes, I know, ahead yes. of time. Even the first year back in January, February, I'm sure you, you had an idea which direction you wanted to go with your classroom. That's correct. And so all of a sudden, you've got a never-before-pandemic, you know? <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was it was brand new. I mean, none of us really knew what was going on, what how to adjust. We did, thankfully. But I think for me the greatest challenge was not being able to be face to face with my students because I feel like that's really where the best learning comes. But I was able to still prepare and make plans and you know, I was able to lay out weekly plans for my students and they 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 did great. They were wonderful. Had no complaints. Um but still it's hard to not have that face-to-face contact. Talk about the importance just for a second of that face-to-face mm-hmm. contact. Why is it so important? Well, you have interaction. You get feedback. So when you're discussing a topic, uh, if they feel the need to ask a question, they can do it right there. So, honestly, we, we had a couple Zoom calls, but we, did, we used a platform called Edmodo last spring in my class. We had been using it, and it's a lot like Facebook. So it was easy to use, but we just we didn't have that face-to-face contact and we didn't have it as often as I'd like. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And I can assume that uh, it's got to be kind of frustrating for students too. Yes, you know, mm-hmm. and and trying to keep up with it. So that's a, that's a good. Yeah. We pray that that continues on, and we really pray yes, not sir. just for, of course, First Assembly, but through the, mm-hmm. all the schools you know, across our nation, that kids right. can get back into the classroom. Absolutely. Well, the last time we got together, and I was trying to think, has it been over a year now? Yes, just just a little over a year. You published your first book. The book was called Abide Devotional, 40 Days to Abounding Freedom in Christ. Mm-hmm. And we had a great time talking about that. What talk Talk about just for a second uh-huh. what happened after the release of your book. You know, sure. you came by and you shared it with us here it bought radio but what was yeah. some of the following things that developed afterwards
1: sure a couple of things happened afterwards i i did have two book signings one i think about a couple of weeks after we met i want to say and then i had another one that next november and they they turned out really well uh, I, I would sell the book in my our bookstore at the school and you know i recently added a facebook page an author page right that i've been using to make some posts about it and and uh i haven't really had any you know well,
0: um, I, I think what's really uh, exciting and and really heartfelt about this yeah. book is how it connected first mm-hmm. of all with the school yes your school was going through a crisis yes. kind of like what we're doing
1: right now right a very beloved teacher for many years that's correct. school you want to tell that story oh absolutely yes uh a dear friend of mine denise gray who is a former colleague now she was diagnosed with a very aggressive form of cancer in November, I believe, of twenty seventeen. And it um it was it was an interesting time because at the time I was planning to write a Bible curriculum. But when this happened I I gotten so busy I had to put that to the side. But when she announced this, uh just the morale really hit because she was like a mother to all of us. You know, she's the kind of Christian that when you when you talk to her you feel like you've talked to Christ. You know, you know that she's the kind of person when she says she's gonna pray for you. She means it. She's going to do it. And I remember she came back after she had to leave uh, maybe about a month or two, and she preached in our chapel. And what I observed was, here's a woman that she didn't even have to open her Bible. Just scripture was just coming out of her naturally. And it it was powerful. That's beautiful. And everyone that knows her loves her and she's still alive to this day believe it or not wow, it's been God. a miracle yes and
0: so and really that the book was kind of birthed out of the pain yes of what the school was experiencing it you was. were looking for a way to connect and, and really i guess provide hope in right. the
1: midst of a storm right what happened was that next month when morale really just hit i went to our principal at the time whose name was dr joe newman and i asked for his permission if i can just send a devotional out to our teachers it was really just before christmas Honestly, he wasn't planning on doing a lot, just that one. But he he read through it and he asked me if I would do it weekly, and I said I'll I'll do my best. And that's really how this was birth. I was just trying to really kind of lift morale. Wow, yes, that, sir,
0: that is beautiful. Well, uh, we're going to talk about the release of a brand new book. Just came out. It's yes, called sir. "Brand Yourself with Honor." Mm-hmm. Seven. Uh, biblical Characteristics to uh, Practice Daily. It's by Clay Metals. You're Again, you're here. <laughs> yes, sir. And it's interesting how the time of this book uh, is mm-hmm. coming out, really. It, right. it, it I think at a very divine time, a very specific time. Yes. And we want to get into that a moment. Uh, and, and before we get go that far, I want to go back just for a second you and your wife, Jackie, you've got mm-hmm. how many children? We have two children.
1: Have two children. Yes. And what are their ages? Oh, they're actually 10 and 7. Okay. Yes.
0: So there are no school ages. So tell me, how, how has the Meadows family been adjusting with, uh, you know, the COVID and the the restaurant situation, mm-hmm. being able to go out, going yeah. to taking
1: the kids to the park, knowing yes. that the
0: parks are closed at yeah. Shelby Farms, all of those at nice playground. You can't mm-hmm. take your kids out.
1: Oh, that's been an adjustment. I mean, when this hit in March – we really had to kind of come up with ideas of things we can do in the house. I mean, I I can't even tell you how many times I've played hide and seek with my children, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and we've just had to adjust. You know, we you know, we used to enjoy going out to eat, but even my my kids, they they kind of get it like uh when we do try to go out to eat somewhere, you can tell there's a little bit of anxiety, a little bit of concern like do we need to do this, you know? And uh but it's been an adjustment. We we've, we've been able to make it to some parks once in a while. Yeah. But just not as much as we'd like.
0: And a family vacation? Were you able to take one?
1: We got one in. We just got back uh, about a week ago from Hot Springs. But we, when we got there, we really stayed in the hotel at the pool. We went out to eat some, but we didn't really do a lot. We just relaxed as much as we could. Yeah, yeah. it's really changed
0: the dynamic of family life, and you're it looking has. for ways to be creative.
1: Yes, it's absolutely for a
0: family. I think that's important. Yes, sir. You know, it's easy when you. I think what we're what's happening here, and I said this at the beginning. And many have said that we are in a marathon, not a sprint. Right. You know, and so we have to kind of pace ourselves that way. That's so true. But also trying to keep your family mentally healthy, too. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Spiritually healthy and physically healthy because it's yeah. easy to to get lazy and it you is. know and just stay in it and watch yeah. uh, you know binge Netflix or whatever <laughs> else you might want to do. That's so know? true. It is. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so this book, Brand Yourself with Honor, uh, Mm -hmm. just came out how long, about a week ago? About a week ago, yes, sir. It just became available on Amazon about a week ago. It says Mm -hmm. on the back of the book here, it seems whenever you look today, or wherever you look today, rather, people are starting a brand new, or something brand new, whether it be uh, through their YouTube channels, blogs, Mm -hmm. or websites, and uh, often they create their own apparel with their logos and so you you kind of
1: starting with that yeah. theme and that idea. So take us on from there. Sure. Absolutely. The the kind of where that began was actually things that my son has seen on YouTube, you know. He's he's watched all these guys that have started their own really their own business and they start their own logos, they they sell their own apparel. But I, I just as I watched, you you kind of see this really a growing trend. People really making a lot of money doing this and they have their own brand. Um, but what happened here was as i prayed over this devotional and i didn't even have the title when i began writing it but as i as i began writing it and got closer this really be kind of began to birth itself the title and just seeing how people they take on all these things in the world i thought really what we need is honor you know that's something that we need to brand ourselves with because you know we want to make culture better you know we don't want to we need to be light bearers in this world i mean jesus said that you know, let your light so shine before men that they see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. So it's not about us; it's really about living in such a way it brings honor and glory to God. And
0: well, wow, that that's, that is so good and so true, Clay. How how have we? Where where do you think we've lost that in 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 our lives? Yeah, understanding I'd, what it is to right. To be honorable and mm-hmm. and, to, and to show honor toward each other too.
1: Right, I I think it's been kind of decaying over time. You know, I think that uh, we've become really more self centered. We've seen more of an entitlement mentality really creep into our culture. Uh, I'll never forget a story a colleague of mine told me a few years back how she had gone on vacation to Chicago and was up at the Sears Tower, and she said that when they're at the top and they, I've forgotten, I mean, I've never been there myself, but she said that when they went out to look, there's a little glass here you can stand on and see out on everything. But she said that it was a long line, but they only let, you know, one or two people up there at a time. But she said pretty much everyone was getting their cell phones out, turning around and taking a selfie, and they didn't really even look at the view, and they would move on. And it it hit me that really is kind of tragic, because I grew up I grew up in California, and we were close to a lot of different things like the beach or the sequoias or, you know, or Yosemite, and I just remember you know, enjoying God's beauty. You know, for me, the last thing I wanted to think about was myself when I was at the ocean or at the sequoias. I wanted to just admire and look at the beauty that God created, but it hit me. I thought, wow, we've really become me-centered culture today, and I just feel like that's tragic. I feel like that's been the thing that's decayed it the most. And that's why I want to get back to focusing on God, and just really His principles and what He's given us here in this passage in Second Peter, chapter one, verses five through eight. You know these characteristics that He lists. I believe this is really a great starting point to get back to that kind of honor. And so you take seven characteristics from yes. these
0: Bible verses in uh, you say First Peter, Second Peter, or
1: Second Peter, Second Peter, 2 2 okay. chapter one,
0: chapter yes. one. You take these mm-hmm. seven characteristics. Why don't we talk about some of those?
1: Sure, absolutely. Uh, well, they list it, uh, Peter lists, uh, it's virtue, it's knowledge, self-control, steadfastness, godliness, brotherly affection, and love. So what I did with this in the devotional, I actually... Dick, can we stop there a oh, second? Sure. Would you say those again? Yeah, absolutely. We got virtue, uh, knowledge, s- self-control, steadfastness, godliness, brotherly affection, and love. And, you know, there seems to be a vacuum, Clay, in our... Yes in our culture where we don't see any of these things. That's right. And w- even when I was writing this, I didn't know that our culture was going to get to this point where we're at now. now that didn't even, I didn't even see that coming. I mean, I knew we had our challenges. And that's why I said this is a divine time. You it know? is, yes. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I mean, at the time I started writing this, I should have been done long, you know, long ago. But I took my time, and I just I wanted to make sure everything was right. And just the timing, like you said, has really been perfect.
0: Okay, continue. You said I didn't mean to stop you when no, it's you were okay. you were talking about these these seven virtues. Sure, but uh, so go ahead and, and how did how did you develop mm-hmm. the rest of it? Well, what happened was in this devotional, I actually it's a forty day devotional. So we're talking. Yeah. This is another devotional.
1: Yes. Okay. We're sure on a devotional style, right. just like the Abide book was. Right. Okay. And I divided by these characteristics, but I used love twice because as I was praying over these these characteristics. Um, well actually let me let me backtrack just a minute. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, the reason I picked this topic was very, really because of my father. My father his last full year at, uh, at FACS the the theme that he picked for the school was culture of honor. And that's something that had been on his heart for a long time. And and you'll see when you read this book I actually dedicated it to my father. And um because I just I learned so much from him. But as we were preparing for the next year, he asked me to you know, look for a passage that would help us embody what honor really is. So as I came across this, I began to plan uh, chapels, I began to plan uh, each month and really what we we're going to look at. But I came across this and, and I, had, I had looked at Proverbs and there was a lot of great verses there, a lot. But this one just hit me for some reason, it just stood out. So I took it to him and he loved it and we, we moved forward. So as I began to prepare it, I began to pray over these characteristics, and at least what I felt the Lord telling me was, it, I kind of start with the last one, love. It it's just really seems to be the foundation of this whole thing. So if I were to try to build this as a house, I would start with love as the foundation. And I actually would go kind of backwards. I'd go brotherly affection and godliness, because I kind of struggled a little bit at first when I was looking at virtue and godliness, and I thought, they seem like the same thing. But I, as as yeah, as I really took time to pray, I felt like I saw a difference in the two. So I was able to distinguish each one, and I just tried to build it as a house. Okay, so it, as
0: you discovered, what were some of the, what did you discover?
1: Sure. you kind yeah. yeah. Um, all right, now virtue. When I looked at that, I thought obviously this is, this is what everyone else usually sees. You know, I know that you have to be virtuous even when no one's looking, but I think that's where godliness comes in. I feel like godliness is doing the right thing for the right reason. Is is what's your motivation behind it? And one of the areas I really learned that was from one of Tim Keller's books called The Product of God. He, he did a wonderful job in terms of really showing us what does it mean to really love God. And, you know, it's really doing the right thing for the right reason. And for me, I feel like that's what makes the difference between godliness and virtue. So when I, when I do the right thing because I love the Lord, I feel like that's godliness. Now, when we see people do virtuous things, such as you know being honest or you know or helping an old lady across the street, that's virtue. but I believe that godliness is why you do it. Well,
0: I, I like what you say here. You mm-hmm. say, uh, as believers in Christ, our lives must be a testimony to the character of God. that's right. And so we're reflecting not as you say, not yes. just good works. hey, you know right. Clay did a good deed, as you mentioned sure. But there's something deeper that yes. we are a
1: reflection of our Heavenly Father. That's right. Because if we only do good things for, really, for ourselves, it doesn't mean anything at that point. Because, you know, I uh, matter of fact, one thing I learned from my father, uh, he, he said one of his brothers, when they were in high school, he had ran away from home. And, and I kind of compare this to the prodigal son, because at the time, uh, my dad said he saw the pain in his own father and mother. And he couldn't take it. Now, my dad was the oldest son. He told me that he went after his brother, brought him home. He said, look, I can't stand what you're doing to my parents. You're hurting them. You're coming home. And he brought him home. And I think about how that compares with the prodigal son parable. It's amazing that the older brother in that story, he never, you know, he has to see the pain in his father. But he doesn't leave. He, now, he obeys, yes. right? He yes. works on the farm, but he doesn't, he doesn't. Pay attention to the hurt in his own father
0: well you're sharing this just this verse came to my mind, I got sure. my phone here to bring it up for, uh, ephesians two eight and uh, through ten says, "For by grace you have been saved through faith, that's right, and it's not your own doing, that's it right. is the gift of God, not a result of work, so that no one may boast And this that's verse right. ten, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for
1: good works, which mm-hmm. God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Amen. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So I I just think that's a big deal because I mean anyone can go out and try to do good work, but what's behind it? Do you really love God? So
0: well, wow, Clay, this yeah. is this is really beautiful in the sense that uh this is a really a wake-up call First of all, for the church. Sure. We cannot expect – and I think sometimes we get our mm-hmm. – we, we, we get under, misunderstand. We might go to the grocery store or out in mm-hmm. public. I know things have changed because of the pandemic. Right. But uh, if we open the door for somebody and they don't in return say thank you mm-hmm. or – Somebody's rude to us. We're saying, why were they We know, we had this all of a sudden. We get get our our porcupine, you know, (laughs) we get our prinkle. we get all up, you know. Yeah, it's easy to do that, too. Very easy. It's just part of the name. But to remember that these virtues that you're talking about, this honor that you're talking about— uh, has to withstand some of those... Uh, <laughs> it does, and
1: it's hard. It's, it's yes. not easy. It's yeah. definitely not easy. How about your own life? How, how, how
0: have you experienced that in your own
1: life? Yeah, I feel like God's trying to show me even more now since I've written <laughs> this book. You know, and, and it's funny how you do something like this, and those tests just seem to keep coming. And I, I think it's really for our benefit, though. I mean, I feel like God's trying to show me where I can get better and be more patient and be more kind. You know, that's. I feel like we we'll really never get there until we meet Christ himself. But... Yeah, he's he sharpening me. I just feel like, you know, when I wrote this, um, I felt like it was needed. Yeah. But, you know, as anything, I'm probably like, well, one thing I learned as a teacher is that when I'm teaching something, I'm usually typically learning more from my students than they're learning from me. Yeah. So that may apply to this book, too. Yes. I'm probably learning more. Okay, you talked about readers. building the
0: house, the foundation. There was two parts right. of love.
1: And can, yes. we, can we go in a little bit further? Oh, sure. Absolutely. So I, I book in the book with love. So I do that. But then... Um, you know, I go in order with the exception of putting love in the bookends as, book as the the passage. I'll go love, virtue, and so on and so on. But um, but as I was writing it and praying over it, I felt like, like I said, love is the foundation. Then I went to brotherly affection because so, I think about the greatest commandment. You know, you love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and you love your neighbor as yourself. If you can do that, you're going to show brotherly affection. And, I, and I, I just I kept thinking about the fact that how many people have been hurt in the church and have left. Now, I know no church is ever perfect. That's never going to happen. But, but um, it, we can do better. We can always do better. Yeah. And so I feel like that's a huge step. If we can be, show brotherly affection, as they did in the book of Acts, I feel like that will really help the church uh, to grow. And then that's when I went to godliness, um, at least in terms of building it. I yeah. feel like that would help that. We're doing it for the right reason. Right. You know, uh, that in turn will help us to be virtuous and steadfast and in, in facing any types of uh, suffering or struggles. Uh, but knowledge kind of stood on its own. I mean, it, it was, um, you yeah, know, for me. Is that it, like knowledge of the word? Knowledge in, in, Really more of knowledge of the word or wisdom. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I stuck with the word knowledge, but I really try to emphasize the fact that you can have knowledge, but you you may, it doesn't necessarily mean you have wisdom. Yeah. Wisdom's really what we're looking for. Yes. Yes. And you start meddling when you talk about self-control. (laughs) You know? <laughs> yes,
0: that's, yeah, I feel I mean, like we're, we're in a yeah. day where there's no, a lot of self-control. No, there certainly know? isn't. I, I mean, from the pedal on the accelerator, you right. know, to down the street, you know, or, <laughs> you're right. I mean, uh, just uh, food, I mean, it can just go on. The yeah. list goes on when it comes oh, to that, you know.
1: And I feel like you need the Holy Spirit to help you with that. And, and this
0: is really a fruit of the Spirit, too, right? It is. It ties together when we talk certainly about the different fruits of the Spirit. It certainly does. Yeah. Yeah. Which, Which, those are really, I think, gifts that, as we, Abide in Him, yes. In a spirit that those are manifestations, yes. When we, and although that we still make those human you know, decisions yeah. and and we get out of yeah. control, you know, sometimes. Yeah, that's very true. A quick, I mean, the Bible says to be you know uh, slow to be angry. That's and right. We are usually quick to be angry, you know.
1: Amen to that.
0: But and that goes back to I love the the focus on the honor and yes. especially honoring one another, right? Honoring God, absolutely. Okay. So this is a 40-day devotional. Correct. That you just take it on your own pace, I guess. I mean, if you wanted okay. to to spend yeah. more time in, in you know, one of yeah. these areas, you could probably stretch it out, sure. I guess, if you wanted to.
1: You could, yeah. Now, it, will this be something you'll use in your teaching at uh, school? That's very possible, yeah. I haven't, you know, I need to probably talk to my administration about it, but <laughs> but I, I don't think they'll say no. So I, I plan on using it some. Yes, sir.
0: Now, when you have a book release, as we talked about, the Mm -hmm. the Abide book, you had a couple of book
1: signings. Right. So how do you do a book signing in a pandemic? Is that a virtual signing? or? Well, that's a good question. (laughs) I'm actually going to try to find that out soon. I haven't called (laughs) Barnes & Noble yet, but I do intend to call them to see if they're actually still doing this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Find out. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, Clay, this has been great. Uh, It's my honor to have you here on the show today. Thank you. It's been an honor being here. Uh, Especially in light of the opportunity that uh, I needed somebody to fill the shoes (laughs) in this seat today. And uh, you were so gracious to to stop in and and come on a last minute notice literally an hour before. Okay, so how do we get a copy of this book? Again, the the book's called... Brand Yourself with Honor. How do we get the book by Clay Meadows?
1: Right now, the easiest way to get it is on Amazon.com. Just go in and actually search my name and then brand yourself with honor, and it's, it's there. It's I know it's on Barnes & Noble, too, but it's, since it's so new, I haven't really seen it. you have a Facebook page? I do, yes. You can go to Clay Meadows author. All right. Yeah.
0: Well, Facebook. friends, we're going to say goodbye. Thanks for listening to this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. I'm Byron Tyler. Bye. Have yourself a great afternoon. Bye-bye. Bye.